check. One, two, three. Testing. Say something. Testing. One, two, three. Testing. One, two, three. Welcome to the Two White Chicks in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Well, gee willikers, Holly! It's been a long time <laughs> since we've been on the show. I know. I've forgotten what to do, to be honest. Are you sure we're recording? <laughs>、um, I don't know. Testing, testing. One, two, three. <laughs> Thanks everybody for allowing us this little gap in between our episodes. Yeah,、um, Holly and I and our WCC elves have been hard at work working on the WCC dictionary app. Yes, definitely. So we've got sneaked in a few new features.、Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't checked it out, you can go to writtenchinese.com, and there's places all over where、yeah. you can check out what what we're actually up to behind the scenes. Because actually,、mm-hmm. Holly and I do this podcast. At writtenchinese.com's office space, so this podcast is kind of an offshoot、yeah. of is, our main our, job. This is the fun, the fun, where we get to have more fun. We do have fun, but this is the more, this is more fun. It's true, <laughs> it's true. But WCC Dictionary is our day job, basically.、Right. <laughs> so if you haven't checked it out and you're learning Chinese, there's we've. Basically, it's just got tons of free tools in there,、mm-hmm. like stroke animations. It's got native Mandarin audio for free on there. It's awesome. Everything's free. Yeah, you can make your own flashcard lists. You can test yourself with your flashcards.、Mm-hmm. The dictionary algorithm is really smart, so you get really accurate results. I could honestly go on and on and on because I personally have been. The person responsible for the project since day one, so I'm really proud of it. And sorry for the little blurb on the podcast, but I've really been hard at work in these last versions, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got reason to be, and to be honest, we're literally giving giving it away, like to you.、Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, this is a, probably a good opportunity to, to mention two things. So this is like an exclusive two white chicks thing where you can get yourself some. Um, flashcards, free flashcards. If you use、um, the coupon code Two Y Chicks, nice.、Um, and you can get the the, the dating dating flashcards. But actually, we've also just started a, a contest, and everyone can join in,、uh, and you can actually win like basically、uh, fl- flashcards, our flashcards, and our storybooks. And you just need to do a few like tasks, like follow us on Twitter or send us a tweet. Um, send us a question for the two white chicks, which you can do if you go to writtenchinese.com/voicemail. All of these things, and you can win like a hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff, which is awesome. And to do that, if you're interested, you can go to writtenchinese.com/contest. And we've actually already had three listeners of the two white chicks do this. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Oh, you guys are.、Awesome. I know. So <laughs> I just, I guess, I just want to give a bit of a shout out to、uh, Carolina, Stefan,、uh, Jess, and Robert. They're they're all first. They're all four. Winners so far, but there's like fifteen or sixteen days. Fifteen days now, fifteen days left. So get on there and start clicking. It's dead easy. Well, at least I think it is, and it's totally it's totally worth it to get yourself like all these flashcards and stuff. Sweet. Yeah. So if you want to learn how to say、um, that you're a playboy, 
in <laughs> in Chinese. <laughs> Obviously, essential vocabulary. That's in the dating words vocabulary, and there's some other ones in there that you can't miss. So check yeah, it out. Definitely, it's a good one. Right. So shall I get on with some comments? Because we've been away for a while, and there's been some comments. Of co- so we've had. We've had some nice ones, like uh, Taihao has left us a message saying, Great podcast, I'm your new fan. Yay! Um, uh, Actually, this is Jessica, who... So she's won the the WCC contest. She was our second winner. But she's also left us a question before. Do you remember Jessica? Solander, I think her last name is. Oh, yeah, I love her. And she said... So this was... um, We were talking about uh, how... Our, the head, I can't remember the podcast. I should have written it down. Oops. Uh, it was about how we're all the same. Like, oh, Chinese people think we all look the, the same. Oh, yeah. It's different misconceptions that's that it. Westerners or that's that it. Chinese people have right. about Westerners. That's it. And she says, I recognize so much of this <laughs> about being fat. So many times I've heard <laughs> things like, one size fits all, but not you. You're too fat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. That's pretty bad. I don't think anyone said that to me. But I wouldn't be surprised they could, if they muttered it behind me back. How could they say that to you, Holly? Uh, and she said, I'm a size eight, but they're often really excited about my pale skin, so it evens out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that one. Come on, size eight is hardly fat. No, not at all. So what's that in the US? Is that a four? Six? Six, maybe. I don't it's know. probably it's extra small for the US. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so also along the same lines, we've got Neil Port, who says, I just want to say sometimes when Chinese comment to you that you gained weight it could also be a compliment uh, as you are healthy and well rested especially if it comes from an elderly person oh okay I can see that me too I mean I don't really think that there is a negative or positive really attached to these comments I think that Chinese people just like to straight out make observations of something that's different so if something has changed about your appearance in any way they just make a comment yeah, about it, and I it. think that's their way of sh- saying like, "I care about you. Right. I've noticed this I've about noticed you." It. Yeah, that's so it. they don't think. I don't think that they're even considering how the other person will necessarily take it. Mm. You know, like, oh, if you changed your hair or something, or yeah, you know, you have a problem with your skin, or you know, whatever. They yeah. they make these comments just outright, mm. and for us, you know, if you comment on negative aspects of your appearance, like you know, we think it's not that great to gain a lot of weight. So <laughs> if you're saying that or, you know, like maybe you have a pimple on your skin or yeah. whatever and Chinese person points that out to you. Which they will. They will, yeah. <laughs> Someone will. <laughs> yeah, so it's, um, for us it's obviously we take more offense to it, but for them it's just making an yeah. observation. And I, I think we discussed this um, a while ago, maybe when Chris joined us for one podcast, and uh, it was about... But something to do with cultural differences, I think. Mm. And we did discuss how they tend to ask you very personal questions, like when are you getting married, or like, do you have a baby? Do you have a baby <laughs> yet? And it's it's a way to show that they're like interested in you, like you just said. Mm-hmm. So, um, whenever yeah. you're, you know, experiencing a new culture, it's always important to just. I don't want to say it sounds kind of hippie, like keep an open mind, but it's true. Like the way that they mm. approach different situations, you may not be thinking about. So 
you may find something that they say to be very rude. Sometimes maybe it is rude. Sometimes (laughs) maybe they are being rude. I'm not trying to give a pass to everybody. But a lot of the time, it's it's deeply ingrained in some cultural context that you may not be aware of. So yeah. just the fact that they noticed something's different about you probably means just that they care care yeah. about you. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So um, just put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and once you've been here a while, like, I mean, you just you've just got to accept it as a yeah, like you say, as a cultural difference. Like, if someone says something, you can't just. It, I, I've been here for four and a half years, and if someone says something to me, I, I almost feel like I'm I'm just prepared to be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, and that's a good well, point. What can I do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good survival tip. Is that you? Okay, if you want to try to teach them, actually, in my culture, mm. that is rude. <laughs> good luck because you're up against um, one point. How many billion mm. nowadays? I'm not even sure now that there's know. no one child policy. Oh, yes. Can we talk about that for a second? But anyway, um, uh, if you missed that news, probably it's been all over the world, but certainly it's been in China. There's no more one child policy yeah. anymore. What was that last week or the week before? I think it's been. It's yeah, got two to weeks. be. It was breaking news. I, I get uh, B- the BBC news app sends me oh, like so they... news, and th- it was like they just sent me like this push notification. Like, China gets rid of one-child policy. And I clicked on it, and I was like, there was no information. It was like... It was just They the didn't have anything. It was just a headline. <laughs> they were like, you know, more information to follow. So, anyway, it's a big, big deal. Yeah, so, the, anyway, the point is, don't be the person who's trying to correct, supposedly correct this behavior. Mm-hmm. So, if it bothers you, you just need to figure out a way to deal with it because you're going to keep encountering this over and over and over again. Yeah. And by trying to, co- like, correct it, I'm um, using bunny fingers. Like, <laughs> you're just probably going to offend them. Like, I mean, although I, I, I just don't think... I think they won't I, understand. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you have to sit and explain to them really clearly, like, why... Unless unless a Chinese person has had, you know, extensive experience with Westerners. Mm. In that case, you're usually more prone to be able to pick these things up naturally, but by your expression and your reaction to <laughs> to what they're saying. But if it's a Chinese person who doesn't have very much experience with Westerners, then you're going to have to really break it down for them. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just not worth, it's really not worth the fight. There are a lot of things dealing with Chinese people or living in China that you just have to learn to accept. And if you can't, if you can't find some way to channel that negative energy out of yourself, <laughs> yeah, you're, right. you're in big trouble because there's a lot of things that you just have to accept here that mm. you may not like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. That's a great point, by yes, the way. <laughs> definitely. So uh, these are like just comments about us being uh, us being missing, basically. So Kathy says, "Where are you guys? When's the next <laughs> podcast?" Well, here it is. I loved seeing comments. Yeah, me like too. That. It's really nice, really touching, actually. Because it was like, oh, people know that yeah. we're not here, and wow. that also tells us that people are actually listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, is anyone out there? Um, we've got another message from Mark who says, "We miss you too." Woo, woo, woo. Aww. Yeah. Uh, and Jen Phillips says, uh, "Loving the podcast. I'm an Aussie who is currently one month into the." Th- into a three-month stay in Wuhan with my husband and our two children, a four-year-old and an eight-month-old. Wow. Wow, yeah, that's uh, that's impressive. Your tips and advice have been much appreciated. Keep up the great work, ladies. Thank you, Jen. That's really nice. That's nice. If we can be useful to any of you out there, yeah. then I'll just we'll keep going. Yeah, don't forget, you can leave, you can ask us a question. Like, we're... We're not experts on everything, but we've experienced enough to to know he, to know something, 
and you know we we work with Chinese people so we we can ask them about you know if there's a way to help you mm-hmm. we'll try <laughs> okay so um, do you want to do you want our fact yes I do okay so <laughs> this is this is after uh, so last week yeah it was last week what's the date now Okay, so last week there was, um, it's become like a special festival in China. Oh, it, it was always, it always existed. It's called... Uh, <gasps> Ooh, I know. Are you talking about Shuangxi? Yeah, I am, I am, I am. <gasps> so it's like double 11, and it's basically a day for single people. But over time, and I'm not sure when this started, maybe you know, Nora, when, when it started. But basically these like online, sh- like online shops like Taobao for example basically turned it into a day where there are just just crazy discounts especially on like electronic stuff mm-hmm. so this is in the this is big this article has come from that day uh, and basically it says you may not be able to find to buy happiness on Taobao but you can buy a Vietnamese bride oh no mm-hmm. Yeah, so this the story goes, Taobao graciously helped out China's numerous bear branches, I'm not sure what that means, uh, on Singles Day by featuring a slightly unorthodox product, Vietnamese brides on sale for the low, low cost of 9,998 yuan, which is uh, about $1,500. Yeah. I'm in shock. <laughs> yeah, no, there's like this silence. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so basically, the post on China's leading online shopping site advertised 98 items available for the sweet deal uh, for only 9,998 yuan. Bring a beautiful wife home. So this was set up by an entrepreneur. The seller was an entrepreneur named Wang Xiaoxi. Uh, it's called The Gift Shop. <laughs> Which, yeah, I know, I know, it just gets worse, doesn't it? Which boasted more than 2,500 other items in the last 30 days. So this guy is doing well on Taobao, I guess. The seller's top-selling product were was were socks. <laughs> <laughs> Being sold at uh, 1.6 yuan a piece. I wonder if that's for two socks or just yeah, one. I was going to say. What's piece. that then, 1.6? That's it's very low. Yeah, uh... It's like 25 cents, maybe. A little less. Yeah, 15 pence. Yeah. Something, yeah. Anyway, so the brides were all gone by 4.30 p.m. Wow. But it says, uh, it's not clear, actually, if the ad... However, don't fret. Buying yourself a Vietnamese wife in China is still very feasible if you can't get to Taobao. This is crazy. So Business Insider outlines a story of Chinese men in Henan who had been known to buy Vietnamese brides for about 20,000 yuan. Mm-hmm. So that's about 2,000 pounds. What's that in dollars? Two and a half? Yeah, something like that. Mm. 2,500. 25. Yeah, the women sometimes seem quite satisfied with the relationship because of better economic prospects in China. However, others have known to try to run away infuriating Chinese husbands who sometimes spend... 100,000 yuan on their brides. Wow. Which leads to lawsuits against matchmaking companies. How can these companies even be legal? I just... I, I don't understand. I am still in complete shock. Mm. I mean, I've heard of some crazy things. Like, did we talk about it on the show where you can buy someone to peel your crabs for you? Yes, we did. That was a, a few episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, so to me, that was like, you but know, sh- blew my mind, you know, <laughs> that you can hire, you know, on Taobao, you can order somebody to come right. to wherever the restaurant mm-hmm. is 
where you're ordering your crabs yeah. and have someone crack them and peel them yeah. for you and then also feed them mm-hmm. for an additional fee. Like, yeah, that, that to me it. was insane. But now they're selling people? Like, But the, the difference with that is, is is that girl was advertising her own service. Right. Like, no one was forcing her to do that, but obviously these women are somehow... I mean, what, what kind of compensation are they going to get? Probably nothing, if, I mean... I assume well, I'm sure the that compensation willing, is right? oh they're gonna have a husband. Well, I guess. I mean, I hope. I don't think they're necessarily being. Yeah, I hope so too. Mm. I mean, there's a, there is. Well, let's not get into politics. No, no, no. no. But um, I imagine that they sign up willingly to do this because they want to better their chance. You know, they want their offspring to have better economic opportunity. Yeah. Then still the economy in. China far, far more prosperous than in Vietnam, but they have no choice, they have absolutely no choice which, what man they end up with. No, probably not, probably not. But actually, on that road about it being their decision, uh, actually, there have been stories recently about, like, basically, um... There have been recent crimes where, so in June this year, police in Yunnan arrested 18 members of a gang who were smuggling women into China and selling them from between 10,000 and 40,000 yuan. And in January, seven Vietnamese women were returned from China after being abducted. So there's another side to it. Yeah. That's not, uh, obviously not legal. Uh, Not that this is the only country where this. Oh, of course not. Of course not. No. But China's become the economic powerhouse in this area, so obviously there's more trafficking to here <laughs> yeah. for obvious reasons. So this this article, you sh- I'll put the link to this article because it's quite a long one and it's actually quite interesting. Yeah, I think I'd um, like to read that too. Yeah, so it's saying that thanks to the recently abolished one-child policy and a traditional preference for boys, there's an estimated 33 million Chinese men who won't be able to find a wife, which is something right. we've, lo- we've talked about in the past, I think. Yeah, there was a lot of female infanticide in the late 80s, early 90s, so yeah, the population is completely out of whack. 33 million surplus of men versus women. I mean, it's crazy. think about that number for a second. Mm. It's unbelievable. So he is uh, basically, he's the pitch for why you should choose a Vietnamese lady. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is actually on an advert, so there's actually a picture that's in the in the article so it says buy a wife from vietnam for only six thousand usd so this looks like an article in the newspaper mm-hmm. um it says number one guaranteed virgin oh. number two guaranteed to be delivered within 90 days oh my god number three no extra charges <laughs> number four if run away within a year you get another one for free oh my god is this real is I can't even believe it. It's insane. I'm laughing, but this is horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrifying. I'm just in shock right now. <laughs> uh, so here's the here's what the what they're saying about the Vietnamese ladies. Um, they're not only pretty and nicely slim, but their faithfulness to their husbands makes them even more attractive. Femininity in this culture is often defined in terms of self-sacrifice, resp- uh, respect, keeping one's oneself alluring and a strong work ethic. She will always be committed to pleasing her husband and will always be in support of family. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. not stereotypical yeah. at so, all. <laughs> so this, I mean, I I came across this article, but I had another one planned, but it was nowhere near as exciting as this one. It was about a guy who eats two and a half kg of 
a pepper, Sichuan oh. pepper a day. Oh. He even brushes his teeth with it. But oh. I thought this one was by far more Yeah, more this one is just, I mean, that's... This is mental. You know, there's an expression that we foreigners like to say here in China, and that's T-I-C, which stands for this is China. Yeah. So it's it's just like an expression that means, you know, you don't get this kind of... Uh, yeah thing i mean it's it's so funny when you've got such a hyper modern infrastructure here yeah. in shenzhen especially in shanghai and the major cities you've got just like it's like you're almost living in the future and yet here we are parallel to this story That's of true. where there's you know they're literally selling people on the internet <laughs> apparently it's legal i mean i don't i don't know i it's, Unbelievable. It's strange. But I guess this the, the this is China thing is also like we y- you say it as if like we because we can't we just can't understand it at yeah. the same time. It's also like, oh, we just need to accept that this is something that happens in China and we can't really fully understand it. So let's just like say, OK, this is China. Move on. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what can we what can we do? Yep. So a lot of statements that I've made to friends <laughs> end in TIC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Crazy. Okay, so let's uh, let's get on to our question. Great. So our question comes from Tsai Hao, and it's actually, it was left on um, our writtenchinese.com slash voicemail, but, so it wasn't actually a voicemail, but I guess you can leave a message there if you want. Yeah. It's no problem. So, hello, Holly and Nora. I really like... Um, I, I would really like to know your comments about sh- the, about China's post service. Do you girls um, find it difficult to send or receive packages and mail? What are your suggestions? And I'm curious about how foreigners uh, use uh, or are e-shopping um, on sites such as Taobao, Tianmao and Alipay, etc. Mm-hmm. Shall I start? So, 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 so. <laughs> Well, the first yeah. question, the first half of the question is about the China, the postal service. Postal service, yeah. Yeah. So, like most communist countries, the government positions are usually done by very disgruntled and bored, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, people who couldn't, oh you know, they, they know that their position is secure because they've got yeah. a family member who's gotten them the job, and mm-hmm. it's a government position, so they're collecting their salary. This cannot be more true than in... China Post. How many times yeah. I have had, I have literally crawled over the counter at the post office to uh-huh. grab my package off the shelf because mm-hmm. I could see it sitting there yeah. with my name on it. Right. And they told me it wasn't there. It wasn't there. that, yeah. Not only that, but the, the person, so there's always, at least at my local post, I'm very familiar with <laughs> with the local postmaster, however you want to call this guy's. <laughs> yeah. He's the one with all the power, sitting there chain-smoking. Mm-hmm. Co- I mean, chain-smoking. He's got usually a cigarette that's still burning in the ashtray and one in his mouth. And he's just sitting with his feet up on, on the, the desk. desk yeah. yeah, and I come in. I've got my passport ready. Everything yeah. that they require to pick up my package, I've gotten a notification from them that, that they've sent a package. And he just can't be bothered to no. give it to me. no. Yeah, I, I, I've had similar similar situations where they're just like, they're absolutely, like, it's just they see me and they think, oh, my God, like, this is just going to be, I've got to look for a, 
a name that's in English, which obviously I'm probably the o- it's probably the only parcel in there that's got any English on it, so it's obviously mine. <laughs> like yep. it's mental, and they just like look look like you have you you like you've ruined my day coming in here. Yeah, it's like how dare we make you do your job? And to be honest, it's a miracle that they they give the parcel at all if they can like tear themselves away from watching some. S- crazy soap opera on their phone. Well, and a lot of times they don't. I mean, I've heard a lot of cases where mm. packages go missing. Because basically, if you send something internationally to China, there is no country who will guarantee mm. China Postal Service, even if they work with certain Chinese companies. Like, my mom always, um, when she sends stuff, she likes to try to get the insurance or the guarantee. Yes. And they tell her, we can guarantee as far as Hong Kong, right. as soon as it crosses the border, you're on your own. Mm. And there have definitely been packages that have gone missing. Yours. Uh, not for me, but for Bethany, my right. sister, who was here for a couple years. So it's it's kind of a big mess. Yeah. I've always, always received parcels. Um, I haven't had anything that's gone missing. Um, but my mom tends to, I don't know if this makes any difference, but I, I feel as though she pays a little bit extra, so I have to sign for it. Mm. I mean, maybe that's the same for all par- most parcels. Um, and that seems, to, I feel as though if you've got to sign for it, it's maybe less likely for it to go missing because there has to be some kind of actual, I don't know, confirmation of ID. That's probably not. I'm mm. probably just being wishful that's wishful thinking i think but the parcels do take quite a while to a arrive long time. three i would say three weeks that's po- that's 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 minimum yeah which is insane because you can get so we're one hour by public transportation from hong kong and you can get a package from england mm. to hong kong in usually like 48 hours it's, it. it's probably quicker it's probably faster to go to just like hop across the border and go and get your your, it's definitely your um, parcel from Hong Kong. Yeah, because I've, I've ordered things from the States to Hong Kong and um, it's taken, you know, like I can, you can track it so you can see it go to Hong Kong within like, you know, let's say four or five days if you're doing a normal, sure. normal one. But if you try ordering it to China, you can see it going to Hong Kong in four to five days and then it's just, just sat there. It sat there and then a few mm. weeks later, um, it seems to be pop up somewhere, which mm. also I have a suspicion that, okay, you know how if you're not home, they yes. leave you like a little right, note. a slip. Yeah. yeah, in the... Actually, those guys never knock on my door. Yeah, those, I was going to say, they don't. do they ever knock on your no, door? No, they don't. I think they don't even bring the they package don't. with them. They, they just take those slips and that's, pop them in yeah, your mailbox. It's do. less work for I, them. I, I absolutely believe that's right because I saw, um, I would start like not very often like a Christmas or whatever my mom would send like one parcel so there would be one a year but then the parcels got more frequent the longer I was here mm-hmm. um, and never ever I always used to think am I seriously never in but I would check it like going you know I was at home and then I would leave to go out somewhere and it would be there and I would think okay so I was definitely in I didn't yeah. miss the n- a knock on the door or the doorbell or whatever else no they don't even they try. don't they don't bother at all so you've got to trips down and make sure you've got to get it in the certain hour working hours <sighs> China Post is awful on on the one hand so I'm I yeah I'm not particularly happy with China Post but 
it's still kind of nice when you get a when you get a parcel from it's home. It's true. It's true. So on one hand, yeah, it takes forever, but on the plus side, that anticipation of like, oh, I've got a parcel coming, this I, I get a lot of pleasure. Hey, if any of you guys want to write us a letter and be a pen pal, oh, we should put nice. our address on there. We'll send you something back. Oh yeah. We'll send you. We'll put the let's put our office address okay. on there, and you guys can try and get a letter from China. I don't know. Some people yeah, out there might like Yeah, let's see how long like, it takes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do a test. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, let's do that. Um, but okay, enough bashing the yeah. government postal service. It deserves it by all means. But let's talk about parcel delivery within don't like domestically, oh, yeah. okay. which yeah. is oh my god, amazing. It's very very fast. So these private services here in China are basically what most people use to get who almost like I would say like 90% at least to get a package from point A to point B yeah. and they're called Kwai D which mm-hmm. which just means quick delivery and they they're a bunch of private privately owned companies okay. and they have their own completely fully functional ecosystem of you know all over China yeah. and they are amazing mm-hmm. They're so fast. And it's so convenient as well. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you can have them come to you. Yeah, so that's which is thing. genius. Yeah, so you, you can be sitting. You don't even have to go anywhere. Yeah, so you can order something from Taobao. Like, a lot of times if I order something from Taobao, I send it to work because I don't want to have to deal with this whole, like, oh, I'm not home, sure. so I need to pick it up later. Mm. So I just have them send it directly to work. And then if I need to send something back, I just call that same guy right. to come pick it up for yeah. me and take it, take it away. So I do all mm-hmm. of this like sitting at my desk I don't even have to stand up yeah so he comes to me and brings me my package and then this is amazing it is so amazing I, I didn't know that for a long time like so at written Chinese um, we sell some physical goods like posters mm-hmm. and so Champson start obviously once we started to send them out I realized she was calling and then the guy would come and pick up the parcel and before then I often thought about oh like I if I order something from Taobao for example sometimes like within five minutes they've already dispatched the the goods and I was I was thinking like what like how do they do this and I in my head I I had an image of like at home I would like put it in a bag and you know go to the post office and then hand it over and pay the money that's Mm -hmm. in my silly (laughs) little brain that's what I was imagining and so when I realized wait a second these guys are just like calling someone up to come and get a parcel it's genius Mm -hmm. it's I love it I think it's really good and it's I mean it's so fast we've had things ordered in the morning and arrive in the afternoon it's unbelievable. And it's cheap. <laughs> it is. It's so cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's basically no reason that you, domestic in China, would be sending something via China Post. I don't understand why you would ever do that. Maybe, <laughs> no, maybe it's a teeny people. tiny, I guess. I mean, I see packages there, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it's probably slightly cheaper, maybe. 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 But the it's it's really, it's usually like a dollar to send a package. That's right here and it's oh and you can track it all the way mm-hmm. you can call you can t- directly call the guy you can even yeah. say like you know if he comes to the office and you're not there if you have his phone number you can be like oh can you drop it off at the coffee shop right. I'm down here and I want to look at it right now yeah <laughs> it's, yeah, it's unbelievable true. yeah it's funny how like you, they just like call you and just be like oh I've got a parcel for you and you're just like oh can you leave it yeah leave it at the like there's an office where our like the security guards for our garden they'll just be like oh I've left it there you know you can pick it later mm-hmm. okay great 
unbelievable. And they have those awesome lockers now. Do they do they have one of those in your garden? They do. Have you used one before? I use it all the time. So how does that work? So they the guys, the Kwaidi guys come to the garden and instead of either going to your apartment or leaving it in some like in the security guard's room for example, they just put the parcels in these lockers and then they send you a text message, it's like a six number number letter code and you just put the code in and the door opens. Oh. And you've got to take it. The so only, futuristic. The, actually, I don't know if they still do this, but if you don't, uh, originally when it first arrived in our garden, uh, if you didn't pick it up the same day, they would call, they would charge you like one RMB okay. to, to like, it's I like guess rent. it's a fee. Yeah, rent, exactly. If you didn't pick it up. But yeah, it's really convenient to, to, to just nip down and open it up. And I, you don't even have to like, not that I don't want to talk to anyone, but I, it's just a simple text message. Nice. So you've done that at your home? before you've used the lockers in our garden in my garden yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so how do you how do you tell them that you prefer to get it in the lockers versus having someone oh actually i think it's only certain services that do it okay so maybe i think the majority of the like the companies do that now Mm -hmm. but i had something arrive maybe over the weekend and this who whichever company it was i'm not sure actually still left it in the security room unless all the lockers maybe all the lockers were full maybe that was the reason but for the majority of the parcels i get now they they all go in there so do they send you the code once they've put it in there so that's brilliant so you know exactly when it's there and then Mm -hmm. you pick it up at your own convenience so you don't have to be waiting around for them and you don't have to even if you're home you don't have to be disturbed by some stranger knocking on your door i love it yeah. So as it's terrible great. as the China Post is, yeah. their domestic postal services, the private postal services are unbelievable. Definitely. I'll say it again. It's crazy how good they are. Mm. Yeah. And if uh, I've had times when I haven't been at home and if it's maybe something big, you can just arrange for them to deliver it at a later time. Mm-hmm. Like I had something coming the other day um, and it was like a, it was a fragile uh item and I said uh, it, he tried to deliver it in the morning sent me a message and said like can you call me back when you're home mm-hmm. and so I said oh like I'm gonna be home between two and five can you deliver it then he mm-hmm. was like yeah sure it, at home if you try and have something delivered like that they'll give you like an estimated time it's a load of rubbish like they, they'll they say we're gonna deliver it between nine and six in the evening like so Whoa. you so they'll just give you this ridiculous time frame so what you're gonna hang around all day yeah whereas these guys they'll just you can just call them because they've got those crazy like three-wheeled what do you call them three-wheeled carts i guess yeah most like of them have it's kind of funny bike with three wheels <laughs> yep yeah, amazing. Which brings us to the second half of the question, which was about e-commerce sites. Yep, that's right. So you've heard us mentioning Taobao. So Taobao <laughs> is like the main B two C source for getting anything under the right. sun yep. and brides included, apparently. <laughs> um, which yeah. Holly and I both use quite often, and a lot of foreigners use. Mm-hmm. So I believe the question was about like how do we how do we foreigners use yeah, the site? Yeah, I'm curious about how foreigners use uh, e-commerce such as Taobao, Tianmao, Tianmao, what's that? Tianmao, Tmall, Tmall, Tmall. Yes, okay. So and t- Alipay also. So 
Tianmao is um, the difference between it's Tianmao in Chinese, Tmall in English. Um, it's basically the same thing. In fact, you use the same login, the same bank account information、mm. for Tmall as you do for Taobao. It's basically、uh, a it's like a section of Taobao. So Tmall. It's famous because like Taobao is a massive, massive marketplace,、yeah. but Tmall is supposedly higher quality.、Yeah. So their sellers have been scrutinized quite a bit more, and they have better customer service. Yeah. So some people prefer just to use Tmall. That's right. I personally, if it's from Tmall, I guess I do feel a little bit better about it. But I, I order from oh, wherever. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. No. If you find like if you search on Taobao, it, they also have like a little. Tmall Square at the bottom, yeah, so just you know. so you know that it's a Tmall product.、Mm-hmm. It's just nice. And Tmall has grown so large; it's hard for me to believe that they really spend the time for every individual product to, to make, make sure. sure. So I don't know. I feel like the whole ecosystem on Taobao has improved over the years. So I feel pretty. I actually haven't had any notable, terrible experiences with vendors. I've had it where they, you know, like they're out of something and they don't notify you in time, or they、that's, take a long、yeah. time to send it. But I haven't had it where they just like send me a product that's completely different from how it was advertised. Yeah, me too. So it seems pretty good. And even if they do, you can send it back. So, but these, okay. So for those of you who aren't aware, these sites, the interface is all in Chinese.、Mm. So it does take a little bit of time to learn how to navigate it, and I'm telling you, I don't know very many foreigners who have successfully set up an account alone without a Chinese person with them because、mm-hmm. the the process for setting up an account and for、it's、linking not, your bank account or linking your AliPay it's it's ridiculously complicated, and a lot of times, like for example, so I use Taobao all the time on my PC. But I have the app on my i iPad and it I can't use it and that's because for foreigners we don't have the it's like a the Shenzhen the ID the Chinese ID so every Chinese person has an ID number but we have a passport number and it's not the same length so I can't put in my passport number in that ID section so there's no way that I can actually use no, I did that. I did, I did it. You did it.、Yeah. Well, maybe they've changed it. Maybe they've updated. I don't updated know. It.、Uh, I just actually I, I the the f- so the first time when I eventually when I fi- when I set mine up, I I did actually have to open a new bank account specifically to do this、mm. because I actually researched all the different. This is ridiculous, to be honest.、Um, the different bank accounts to see which one would actually allow me to put the passport number in. Uh huh. So that's how I did it. But since then, I've actually added my other card, like kind of accidentally. Okay.、Um, but with it by using the app, not the not the website. Well, maybe I'll try <laughs> so, again. It was about、crazy. three, maybe three months ago, the last time I tried it. But yeah,、mm. it was. You know, they're not foreigner friendly. They don't really think about. I mean, what are we? They、no. were like t- such a teeny tiny portion of their market. So、yep. it's. A lot of the times, you know, your name is too long because Chinese names are very rarely longer than four characters. In fact, they're very rarely longer than three characters.、Mm. Four is a is a pretty obscure exception. So, if you have a long 
name and typically they'll require your full name including your middle name whatever's written on your written passport on your, yeah. so if you have a long name then a lot of times it's just like it runs out of space yeah and so there are pro- so so there are definitely technical difficulties being a foreigner signing up yeah. so i definitely don't re- recommend trying to set up your account on your own because you'll probably end up hours of frustration even if you speak good chinese mm-hmm. it's not an easy process Because um, Chinese people will be more familiar with these, you know, like the security measure. Not only that, yeah. but you have to install special special browser, like on my and mine in order to use to buy things off of Taobao. Because I'm linking my bank account, I have to use a special browser extension, oh, really? and I can only use IE, oh. Internet Explorer. Yeah. I can't use Google Chrome or like Firefox, yeah. I have to use Internet Explorer, which is like, come on, what year is this? Yeah. Um, but it's, in general, once you finally like get used to the, f- it's so convenient, I love it. Yeah. And actually a lot of the searching that I've been doing lately has been in English. I used to try and find mm, the, the Chinese. Chinese keywords, but now actually, took that tip from you because you said oh yeah i just searched it in english yeah. i was like why have i not tried that especially for things that are like f- definitely foreign pro- like a definitely a foreign product mm-hmm. like a like a spice or like a spice or, or vitamins something that i actually want to be an imported product then i usually use the english mm-hmm. if i'm not bothered then i'll try and use chinese mm-hmm. now i think you can even use your credit card as payment as well yeah you can yeah, yeah. there's like an international Taobao. so that makes it easier as well to start using if you want to try yeah. you can actually just go to taobao.com and um just like play around put your yeah. i mean you know it'll be kind of confusing but you just find the search box and try typing in something in english and yeah. see what see what it comes up with yeah i've heard some great stories about things that you can get on taobao like uh i don't know how we knew this whether it had been something on like weibo but alan Uh, our colleague said that he had seen um, <laughs> fake nails for cats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually. How mem- do you even? How? What? Wait, I'm just trying to picture. I don't like for the claws. Yeah, yeah. So like, you, because because their claws like retract. A, uh, well, right. Uh, yeah, he just said that it was like some kind of t- like nail like. Like a fake nail that a woman would wear, or or a man if you're that way inclined, to <laughs> to to put on the cat's nail. Oh yeah. <laughs> Great. That's yeah. something everybody needs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But the, you can buy strange things like that on Taobao. Yeah, you definitely can, and it does learn like once you. So if you have your account all set up, which again, you're really gonna need a Chinese person for that. Yeah. Unless any of you out there who have done it without a Chinese person, please. Let us know because we want to congratulate you. <laughs> I, I I did, but it didn't. It wasn't very. It wasn't quick. It mm. was. A, I, it took me a while to kind of suss out. And but I was. But you had your. You got your account all set up on there by yourself, and oh wow! Yeah. Well, then I congratulate you. Holly. I mean, I translated a lot. Like I, I, I would copy and paste stuff like to translate it. I didn't just like I wasn't like just guessing. Mm-hmm. There, there was a lot of translation a lot involved using the written Chinese dictionary. Oh yeah, plus that reminds me. So we partnered with this company called uh, Loquate, which. Um, has this product where you can just like mouse over any Chinese text and mm-hmm. then it'll pop up with a translation. Yeah. So that's a paid our, our product. No, like I mean it's 
it's got written Chinese on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ours. It's, yeah, it's branded for us. But um, so it's a cool technology. It's a paid. It's a paid product. But if you're interested, like if you're using these sites like Taobao or Alibaba. Mm. Or um, actually, Amazon.cn is also so. That's Amazon right. is here in China. Supposedly, they have an English interface, but whenever I press it, it, it always is not, in Chinese. It's anyways. not perfect. It's like it's half strange. Chinese, half English. Anyway, yeah. um, so if you hover your mouse over, it'll just instantly translate it for you. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So that's something new that we added. This last week, it's so like, you can also check that yeah, out. Yeah, I'll put the link on the page, but you can get you can find it by going to uh, writtenchinese.loquate.com. So loquate is L-O-Q-U-8.com, mm-hmm. but I'll put the link on, yeah, on the, the link. For any of you page. guys who are interested. Yeah. No pressure. Mm. I think it's worth having a look because they've got some really cool features. Well, it's perfect for this kind of thing, like when you're shopping Definitely. and using these sites. So... And it's really accurate. Like it's amazing. Like I, I've, I mean, obviously, I I tested it out, um, and it's I've like highlighted sentences, and it gives me like a really great translation of a sentence. Not like other, other companies that I won't mention. That like sometimes <laughs> the translations are like what? Yeah. Like, with someone. And I think you can like add those um, the words that you see. Like that you want to learn or that you see on a regular basis to your favorites list so you so. can study yeah. them later. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nifty piece of software. Indeed. <laughs> awesome. So um, have you used any other e-commerce sites besides... I know that there's like this Mimi, our mutual friend from Macedonia, has been using this WeChat, WeChat thing. secretary. Yeah, WeChat yeah. secretary. So basically it's like it's a cheat... It's like a cheat, yeah, cheater way. I don't know how to yeah, say it for foreigners. Yeah, so in English, you can tell them what you want, and mm-hmm. then it'll help you search. So like you, you say, you you. It's like you chatting to a person on WeChat, right. which is the instant messaging platform most popular here in China, and you tell them like. Hey, um, can you tell me where I can get my nails done in this neighborhood? Yeah. And then they just send you a list uh, of yeah. all the locations. Or you say, hey, I need to buy this from Taobao, or can you help me buy this from Taobao? And you send them a message, and then they yeah. send you back with options, and mm-hmm. so you pick an option, and they order it for you. Yeah. And since the there's now the, the wallet thing, it's you, you just send the money via the wallet. You don't yeah, even so have to, within WeChat. Yeah, within, yeah. We, within WeChat, yeah. Yeah, but she like even eBay though they'll find, they can find products on eBay on Taobao, you know whatever you want they'll mm-hmm. they'll get it. It's crazy, um, and actually they they kind of guarantee that what they order like will be like a re- like a good quality. They'll try and make sure that the products are not fake and stuff like that. I guess they look at the reviews. I think so. I mean so Chinese people thorough. know they have the it's a thorough service. the third eye for. <laughs> <laughs> for online shopping, mm. so so that's another way that you can you can use it as a foreigner, which is a, it's cool. It's a new it's a new service. Yeah, yeah. She's like obsessed by it. everything she needs. She just uses WeChat secretary now. <laughs> um, actually, a long time ago, actually, when I was trying to set up my account, I came across sites in English that were basically like that like a middleman f- to help people oh, help foreigners yeah. use Taobao but it was such a rip off yeah don't like do that. no one in their right mind would do that like just just get a friend to order it for you if you really can't make your get your own account then I'm sure you've got a Chinese friend just take them out for dinner to say thanks 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds good. Cool. Well, I hope that gave you an, an interesting idea about what's going on with e-commerce in China. It's mm. all the rage. Very few people. I like. I think shopping in China is more about like going out and being seen. Yeah. And less about actually like getting the products that you need. Yeah. And um, going to a nice dessert cafe. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what Chinese people like to do. That Desserts now. are all the rage. Yeah. So, so yeah, so it's everywhere. So it's an interesting question to talk about. And if it sparked any questions for you guys out there, please leave us a voicemail at writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Yeah, absolutely. And your word of the week is di. So oh, that's, cool. so kuaidi is how you call those messenger services that are privately owned that we talked about in the show, which are the way better version of China Post. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so if you're interested in learning that word or seeing what it looks like in Chinese, you can go to writtenchinese.com slash episode... 36. 36. Yep, definitely. And also, uh, um, don't forget, if you if you want to win some written Chinese goodies... Uh, yeah, 150 bucks worth yeah. of stuff. Well, so that's... So uh, some of that is for uh, our written Chinese stuff, but mm-hmm. then also we're going to give you a... Uh, a, a lifetime subscription to Task Labels, and they're like our our buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a deal, and it's like a to do list app, but it's really cool. We we all use it here, and it's yeah, it's it's awesome. You should check it out. So mm-hmm. you can do that by going to writtenchinese.com/slash/contest. Good luck. Uh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> There's still plenty of time, so get 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 on it. <laughs> Indeed. So drop us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Check us out on Facebook. We're waiting for you. We love your feedback. We love all your questions. So we're waiting. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> all right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.